0: Bush and Richie here with another daily takeaway. Uh, relief, I think, to start off this brand new week of podcast because I, I don't know what day it was, but recently on a recent podcast, we were uh, painting the doomsday, the nightmare scenario yeah. of what happens if my team, Everton, continue to be terrible and then we end up getting to this awful scenario where I, we end up playing Richie's team, Arsenal, last day of the season, and maybe we need points to be able to stay up. And, so, and that was just, it was threatening our relationship in many ways. It's
1: Not just that, but threatening the show. I think the doomsday home time show would have been. (laughs) and still could be Monday the 23rd of May, which would be the show following the night before, where my team Arsenal have potentially relegated your team Everton, or alternatively, your team Everton denying my team Arsenal a spot in next year's Champions
0: League. What a nightmare that must be for you, lot, <laughs> having that on the horizon. <laughs> but, 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 I'm not saying we're out of the woods. We're no. way out. We're way away from being out of the woods uh, in terms of Everton. But we've had a bit of good ru- uh, We've had a bit of good luck recently. So hopefully, we just wanted to update you, lot because big family here. Uh, that nightmare scenario, a little bit less of a thing, possibly. The Daily
1: Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I saw an amazing thing yesterday. I saw some council goats. Council goats. Council goats. Uh, went down to Bournemouth for the day yesterday. Weather was fantastic. Down on the beach uh, and uh, walking along the prom with uh, with my daughter, and she points up to the cliff and goes, "Oh, look, Dad! There's the there's the council goats." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" And I look up, and there on the cliff top, behind all the beach huts and the ice cream shacks and all that kind of thing, are are they a herd? Is it a flock of goats? A herd of goats?
0: I don't know what the uh, the group word is for goats. There's more than one goat. There's a load of goats. Freaky eye, a freaky (laughs) eye of goats. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And these are council goats that have been put on the clifftop to, I guess, mow the grass. Uh, it's, It's sort of like, you know. Bigger foliage than just grass, but they're there keeping the cliff the cliff top maintained. Instead of having to have a council workforce there maintaining the cliff top, you just got goats. Well, doing we've it.
0: talked about this on the show before. Goats are literally anything, won't they? They will. Yeah, they're not fussy at all. They're literally anything going. So yeah. that's the perfect thing for them, isn't it? Yep, they're all penned in. They're
1: all safe. They've got quite a quite a long sort of uh, stretch of the cliff top. They could just roam. But I love this. It. It's it's saving people going down there mowing it. It's a bit more natural. But it made me think. You could make the animal workforce a lot bigger than it currently is. At the moment, you've just got goats mowing cliffs. Think about it. There's probably other animals that are out there that could play a bigger part in everyday life. You could have a you could have a giraffe that suddenly does window cleaning.
0: Well, if you think about it, right at the moment, all I've heard of is uh, dolphins that do like sub um, mines. Yeah, they do do that. Uh, if you've been to Bletchley Park, there's a brilliant section of that dedicated to some of the carrier pigeons during the Second World War. Yeah. But aside from that, you're right. Animal. I don't mean it in a bad way. I feel like animals are not really like uh, pulling their weight. <laughs> I think they need to do a little bit more. So. So animals, you know, take a look at yourselves.
1: Reckon you could be doing a little bit more.
0: I'll give you a suggestion. What Go about? Uh, and this is based on my own frustrations with what's going on where I live. Post pig, po- <laughs> a pig that does the post. Right. I mean, yeah. You know, they're quite broad. They carry a lot of stuff. Cause at the moment, like posty's got quite a small trolley. Yeah. And like, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but we've got, we've not got a very good posty where right. we were. He, poses the wrong ones, wrong stuff through the door, and or sometimes just stuffs it through your letterbox with his fist. It's a little
1: known fact that pigs are very intelligent. They are as easy to train as a, as a dog would be. Yeah. Um, obviously they make a bit of a mess, which is why they've never ne- necessarily made it into
0: the home. But imagine how good they look in a uniform. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It looks so cute looking. You look like it's little waistcoat and everything. So you're offering up the pig post. I like that. The, okay Post pig, watch the
1: space. So we've had the cliff goats, the council goats that are, that are mowing cliffs. I love the fact that you call them
0: council goats. Well, they are. Like having roller cola and wagon wheels and stuff.
1: <laughs> no, they don't, honestly. They didn't have high vis, but they are council goats.
0: Fantastic. Maybe they've done something wrong. <laughs> Weirdly uh, enough, when uh, I went to the train station today, there's definitely some, like, community service mob down uh-huh. there. Maybe this is goat community service. They are troublemakers, the goats. They really are. That could be what's going on. So, uh, your ideas for
1: other animals that could play a bit more of a part in everyday life. Uh, Neil says here, cow milkman, cut out the middleman.
0: Oh, well, you just literally stand there and it... Does it? Does it. Is that the right
1: verb for that? Rich is saying a tortoise lollipop person. I guess, you know, they make their way very slowly out into the road. They've got the body armour and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like another good use for them. Yeah. With like a stick on the top of them. (laughs) Uh, I've got a working title for this, but I haven't really thought it through properly. Obviously, I did uh, post-pig a bit earlier on. Concerns me when you say you've not thought something through properly. I I haven't thought it through. Okay. Key gecko. (laughs) Because you know, have you ever been locked out and you've got to yeah. get someone to come out and yeah. let you back in again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just trying to think of like a flat animal. They're quite flat. Oh, they could go under. Your yeah, they could let t- you back in again. <laughs> I Actually, like it. I'm not sure that's going to work. <laughs> they get well,
1: they get under, but then how
0: do they get the key for you? That's the problem. I don't know how they're doing that. Otherwise, your house would just be full of geckos. (laughs) That's the third one that's gone in there. Simon says, when I open the letterbox, it can get the keys with its sticky tongue. It's too complicated. Not
1: sure about that. Uh, Lee's keen here. He's saying kangaroo food delivery stays warm in the pouch and probably on time. I don't want to break it to Lee. I've got a feeling, Deliveroo, I think that's kind of what they're getting at.
0: Yeah, all right, Lee? (laughs) What's the weather like in 1993? Uh, Jason says three words. Unicorn litter picker. Uh, do you want to call him back, or shall I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would only be able to pick up things that were ring, though. Or you could put... It sp- I mean, again, they don't exist. But That's uh, probably more of a technicality. But it can spike It can spike paper and That's crisp good bags. Good point. What a terrible waste of a unicorn, though, <laughs> spiking crisp bags. It's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, Dell, what's your suggestion? Well, often um, I'm in a tight spot with data cabling
1: through full ceilings and floors, where um, it's quite difficult to get to, and I've often thought I could try uh uh, uh bit of my data cable to the back of a ferret and send it through the tube or under the floor to, to alleviate
0: my problems. So when you've been trapped in tight areas with data cabling, I'm, if I'm getting right what you're saying here, you have thought in that moment, Do you know what, if I just tied this to the back of a ferret it'd be much easier. That yeah. went through your head. I could, really,
1: I could really use a cable ferret right now, yeah. So you <laughs> could actually go out with your van, I don't know what your firm's called, but like... like cable Del- ferret. Yeah, cable ferret. <laughs> <laughs> you turn up
0: with your ferret. Um, what a great idea. Yeah, that would be good. Right, if you
1: could come up with one, I'll, I'll definitely
0: take one on, on my workforce. Well, yeah, if there's any any businesses listening that have a, a cabling issue that would like to be uh, like the first <laughs> trial of da- uh, Cable Ferret, get in touch. <laughs> it appears Cable Ferret could have more of a life than the Key Gecko. <laughs> key Gecko's by the wayside, I'm afraid, we've ceased trading, but sorry about that, can't honour any more orders.
1: No, no uh, I do feel that you've been a little bit down after the uh, the failed suggestion of the, the
0: key gecko. It's just the phone call I've got to make to let everyone go. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so much money invested.
1: Look, look, before you do anything, uh, Paul is hanging on. He's got a suggestion. What is it, Paul? Well, it's chameleon. It's chameleon. It'll blend in with your front drive, so no burglars will be able to see it.
0: Right, and what's he doing? Has he got a key, then, or something? Chameleon? Yeah. yeah, it hangs a fun- f- spare front key round his neck. If you've forgotten your key, oh. you get it back into the Chameleon. Great, so Chameleon could be the company that buys out the now-defunct Key Gecko. <laughs> uh, Andy suggested Baboon Builders. Okay. It says,
1: strong, opposable digits. They walk around with their backside hanging out already, so there's no need for them to purchase ill-fitting denim.
0: Now, come on. That's, right? that's not on, is no, it?
1: It's not fair. Don't just have a pop up. And
0: don't get started on them walking around wearing like old footy tops and stuff as well, because that's <laughs> also not fair. Uh, Colin says, skunks as football stewards to quickly clear pitch invasions. Clever. Mm. Uh, Tim, what are you going with?
1: Yeah, the, the pelican. What's the pelican doing? Uh Anything you want? I think they've uh, got a good CV from the Flintstones.
0: So, so you're you're putting for pelicans, just doing whatever's going, like odd jobs, stuff like that.
1: Uh, Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they could uh, replace drones for Amazon. Got big. Are you not thinking of the stork? Isn't Wasn't the stork delivery drops babies? It it? dropped babies. Yeah. Uh, No, I'm pretty sure. I've Googled it. I'm pretty sure it's a pelican. Oh, but your pelican has got storage,
0: hasn't it, in that great big sort of yeah. gullet of a beak. The stork definitely... Storks definitely do the... I mean, I think that's how babies arrive on this planet. They, they get dropped down chimneys by uh, yes. storks. But yes. what have mm-hmm. the pelicans got to do with that?
1: No idea, but it's got a big beak. You can fit stuff in it. Yeah, because okay. the pelican's
0: got the big beak that you could, like, use as a delivery pouch. Oh, so sorry, just to clarify, you weren't suggesting that the pelicans were involved in the whole baby delivery thing? Well, if there's no stalks available. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: I think all three of us are collectively getting a bit confused as to which is a stork and which is a pelican.
0: Yeah, yeah, we are a little bit. Yeah. They all flap the wings. They're pretty much the same. Davey says, what about Sherpa guinea pigs? Trained to carry things around the house or garden, (laughs) fitted with a backpack to carry sweets to friends and family, and (laughs) fitted again with a tracking device that steers them to its destination. Kind of a a reimagining of the 80s kids' toy Bigfoot. Yes, it is, yeah. I like that. (laughs) I'd get one of them. Uh, Florrie, what are you putting forward? An elephant to
1: replace firemen or work at car washes. Right, so
0: it's a good point.
1: <laughs> Two different issues Two here. Two different
0: like. issues, but do, do elephants actually like spray water around? Because you never know what's truth and what's myth. Like, do, do, Are they really scared of mice? Do they eat loads of peanuts? That kind of thing. <laughs> have they got a good memory? <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of <laughs> myths around elephants, isn't there?
1: Well, I think they would be really good at it. <laughs> I I I I would like to think that they do spray water about uh, because yep. obviously yeah. they do they do that to keep themselves cool because they've got that massive surface area so they they get the water they spray themselves with it. Have you seen them do it? Well, I've, I've heard to, about
0: them doing <laughs> it. <on the> TV. <laughs> that's it. You never—they're never—you know—never up close and personal doing it.
1: I think if we were to deal no. with your two suggestions, Flory, I think uh, putting the elephants into the fire service. I think when you start thinking about breathing apparatus, because we'd have to give them the same rights as that you do—that you do the humans. Okay. I'd I'd love think. to see uh, one up one of
0: those ladders, though. That'd yeah. be quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> one, other, one other thing as well, right? Uh, if if you have a situation where it's quite embarrassing if you get a full valet, isn't it? Yes, it's true. Make an eye contact with someone that's clean. In your car, mm. I probably wouldn't be so kind of weird about it if an elephant was doing it because it's an, a ridiculous situation.
1: That's very true, but do you think your elephant's feet would have the same sort of uh, delicate touch uh, with your chamois on your dashboard? You
0: clearly haven't had your car done in Leon C because they don't muck around. Mess everywhere. <laughs> you right there, Florrie?
1: Yeah. It yeah. was your idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't let us put words in your, words in your mouth, Florrie.
1: Well, I think I just think they would be really good at it. Um, you know, as a car wash, they could hoover as well. It wouldn't just be... (laughs) That's a really
0: good point! Never even thought about that. Blow and suck! You
1: know.
0: That's two incredible skills.
1: Yeah. 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 Multitasking. (laughs) Isn't it, just
0: A number of people have pointed out, quite correctly, uh, that I made a mistake earlier on, the 80s kids toy uh, with, like, the little, you know, backpack bit that Mm -hmm. you used to program goes around the house. uh, Big track, not big foot. They were both around in the 80s. For real.
1: <laughs> I feel there were more sightings of Bigfoot in the 80s than any other decade. Genuine question. Do you believe in Bigfoot? absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs> it's unresolved. <laughs> uh, I mean you. Uh, me? Yeah.
0: Um, I, think I just want to very, I go on the record now.
1: Some very remote parts of the world, mountainous regions,
0: you just don't know what's going on. He's a believer. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Love this music so much. Ten weeks of tickets is back. We're giving you the chance to see Liam Gallagher live in Manchester this June at the Etihad Stadium. All you need to do is take part in our little game that we like to call "Who Claims Wins." Online, one hoping to play, hoping to win. It's Ryan, are you doing, Ryan. I'm all right. Thank you. How are you? Good man. Have you had a good weekend? Yeah, the weekend was nice. Thanks. Yeah. KG, sketchy. What did you do, Ryan? Um, I went to I went to watch Knox
1: County actually. In their final home game of the season, how did you get on? Uh, they won three nil.
0: Oh, there you go. Him. This is a positive weekend, but I'm still getting sketchy vibes from him. <laughs> S- stay there, Ryan. your sketchy character. Let's speak to Simon online too. Simon, how was your weekend?
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. Thanks. Yeah, I watched the Sunday football in his league um, on Saturday, and then again on Sunday. But Yeah, he scored, so it was all good. Two games in one weekend. What a dream weekend that is.
0: I oh, know, yeah. Yeah, he was happy with it. this yeah. two people who've come off great weekends. Yes.
1: Fair to play. Who's going to have a good Monday evening, though? Here's mm. the rules, boys. Uh, we're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Ryan, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Simon, yeah. you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Ryan. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have... 30 seconds to do just that. If they manage it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they'll lose the tickets to the other player.
0: Let's play Who Claims Wins. Okay, here we go. Ryan, with you then. How many UK top 40 hits by Oasis do you think you can name in 30 seconds? We're looking for the names of singles, not the albums. Four. Um,
1: Ghost. Bye. He's going five. Simon, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge Ryan to do his five? I'll go, I'll go more, yeah. I'll uh, go for six. He's going Ooh. six. Uh, right, back with you, Ryan. Uh, do you reckon you can do more than six or challenge Simon to his six? Challenge him. All right, Simon, you've got 30 seconds. Six of them. Go for it. Uh, some might say Champagne Supernova,
0: um, Wonderwall, Don't Look Back in Anger, roll with it um, live, live forever
1: keep going um, supersonic keep going uh, do you know what I mean keep going um, or oh, I don't know uh, the importance of being idle keep going Time is up. Encouraging you to keep going because no one knows. But let's have a look. I'm making well. Wow. Our producer says eight. I was thinking it was seven, but it doesn't matter because you only needed six. You're off to see <laughs> you're off to see Liam. <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant.
0: Incredible recall. Your your week just gets better and better, Simon. What about that? That's amazing. I've never won anything in my life, so I'm very happy. Yeah, brilliant. Good lad. Well, listen, we're chuffed for you. It's going to be an amazing gig as well.
1: It turns out he did know, mate.
0: (laughs) He walked over for a steward's inquiry there. (laughs) I don't like being wrong. Well done. Well done, Simon. Enjoy. Uh, Ryan, unlucky, my friend, but I hope you have a good rest of your Monday evening. No problem, thank you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Hope you're having a good Monday. Hope your Monday's been all right and all that kind of stuff. Isn't it weird how your day can just suddenly turn? I'd a kind of, uh, for the better, I mean, I'd, I'd a run-of-the-mill morning uh, out and about with the girls. Uh, they went down to the onto the beach... Uh, and I was about to cycle down the hill to get to the train station, and I bought myself um, a pasty for my lunch, and I thought, yeah. oh, I'll just have that on the train, in a rush, that kind of thing. And do you know what? I stopped and thought, no, I'll stop and have my pasty in the park on marine parades, looking out over Leon Sea, the estuary, and all that kind of thing. And I tell you what, it was bliss. And I genuinely believe you can't beat certain foods on a, on a bench. Yep. they absolutely, just fantastic. You can't beat a pasty on a park bench. And it, and there's something about um, eat, having that moment yourself on a park bench, or any form of bench, to be honest with you, and eating. It's just a blissful thing, isn't it? Now, I'm not trying to top you here, because I do Heaven agree- forbid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. That's not me. But I, I appreciate that you're, you're pasty. It sounds fantastic looking over the water like that. I had a lunchtime snack on a bench. Did you? All right, and it was on the train station platform, so immediately the scenery is not quite as beautiful.
0: A Bit more urban, but I guess you're into trains and that, so... Oh, I mean, so I'm happy. I'm yeah, in the happy really place. At least you're happy, yeah.
1: I went with a bacon butty. It was from the train station cafe. So the bacon has just been freshly grilled and fried. Uh, the 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 bread has just been uh, buttered. So it's all dripping. Lovely. You've got the <laughs> you've got the, the the wrapping of the sandwich on your lap. You've got your serviette. I felt like that was the perfect bench snack.
0: But that's not that pales into com- comparison with a beautiful hot freshly baked. Pasty, steak and onion mixed together, that kind of thing, and you still do it in the little uh, napkin they give you with a bag, and then give you get up the views. The views over the the estuary there in South is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Maybe we can agree on bench snacks are the best type of snacks. I will happily
1: agree that your
0: bench snack is the best snack. What it is is another question. So here's the topic then for the final 45 minutes of home time this evening, keeping that top end content going as we have <laughs> foot on the gas right away since four o'clock. Uh, what is the best snack to eat on a bench? So, someone says, we put it on Twitter. Adrian says, roll mops and hot, hot coffee. Roll mops? Roll mop herring and hot coffee.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Again, it's just a little bit of you time amongst oh. this, this busyness that we yeah. get in modern life. So, yeah. if you have a, a, a thought of a, of a snack or a thing that you think is the perfect accompaniment to sitting on a bench and having a bit of you time, Claire says, meal deal. <laughs> Can I <you> imagine now <laughs> having her cheese signing on her lap, soaring and a Fanta as well? Uh, Linda's tweeted a bag of chips. Um... I,
1: I think that really depends where the benches because I, I do think with your chips it's all great
0: until the seagulls start hovering and then you just invite it, that, it, that's not fun kid you're not and you've, you've got a point here my, my dad when I was growing up my dad and Nigel, we had, we had uh, fish and chips on a park bench mm-hmm. in Brixham uh, spent a long time in Brixham South Devon uh, and a seagull pooed Inside my dad's glasses, this is as he's eating his chips, inside his reactor like glasses, onto his moustache, <laughs> drip down like a milk advert, and straight into his bag of chips. I've never seen anything like it. And that's supposed to be lucky. Wow, no, I don't think so. Wow. So it's got a really good point there. Uh, Andy Stout says celery sticks because the noise you make crunching clears the bench. Great shout. Karen the gardener says best snack on a bench, Ray the boyfriend. <laughs>
1: All right there, Karen, mate. Freshly cooked doughnuts, says uh, Deborah. I mean, I like those.
0: You mean the seafront ones that take the roof of your mouth off? That's the ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are very, very good. Uh, Longie says a full-size pork pie. I presume he means one of those massive ones you get in Sainsbury's with an egg set into the centre of it, like a, like a jewel. Joe, tell us about the bench. What is it?
1: It is the chocolate eclair.
0: OK, and where, where are you eating that? T- talk us through it. Paint the picture.
1: So we were camping in Chamonix in France and uh, we just thought we'd have a little walk out, come across this gorgeous boulangerie and just uh, looking at all the delights in the counter. So we decided to get a chocolate of Calais and sit on the bench looking at the French Alps and it was the best thing I've ever eaten
0: do you know what? I do believe... I genuinely think that was an actual scenario in the trickle or GCSE French <laughs> exam. <laughs> <laughs> ah, if someone can translate that into French for us, I'm sure it starts with j'ai or whatever. J'ai mangé. Yeah.
1: Was that Claudette or Marie Claire?
0: Yeah, someone either of those two, and they went to La Rochelle <laughs> straight after. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was
0: delightful, yeah. Sur la bonche. Sur la banche. <laughs> Good to speak to you. Take care. You too. Michael says, does Tenants Extra count as a snack? <laughs> Probably does. Uh, it was going on the same line here. Rusty says Strong Boat. Our listeners, <laughs> Nathan says a bottle of 2020. Right, enough with the booze already. Come on,
1: Rob, last word on this. What's the snack on the bench? Well, not nice especially baked French sticks some cheese, and
0: a, and a glass of white wine. Okay, just to see, if people couldn't cash out, it's a bit of a dodgy line. Your ideal bench snack uh, a baked French stick, some cheese, and a glass of wine. That'll be it,
1: yes. Rob, is this? A, tell me this is a bench in the back garden. You ain't going out with that in public, surely?
0: Well, why not? Okay, and where would you be doing um, that? Yeah, I've mean, done it on the, on the train back from Paris before, not quite a bench, but um, you could just find yourself a nice quiet park and enjoy the day, just extend it and uh, stay out. I love the
1: idea of turning up to a public bench with a full-on
0: baguette, some cheese, a little cheese board and a glass of wine. Are you ripping that that baguette up yourself and sticking bits of cheese on top of it with bare hands, no knives or anything? Yeah, you're doing it manually. You're roughing it a little bit. You can't go too fast, can you? The state of your fleece after you've got that amount of crumbs going on as well. It's going to be a nightmare. It's pushing me over the edge. Absolutely. <laughs> Hi to Mandy in Deepest Northamptonshire. She says, "Bless your hearts for doing your late show on Thursday. Big up to you both. Lots of love. That's very kind of her. Uh, she's referring to our big announcement on the show earlier on. Uh, Stick it in your diaries. Bedtime with Bush and Richie—a special one-off nighttime show this coming Thursday night, at 10 p.m. Uh, three hours of chat and experts and conversation and your stories as we fight the good fight against loneliness for Mental Health Awareness Week. The Daily
1: Takeaway." Richie's daily takeaway. Just returning to the Doomsday Nightmare scenario of that home-time show on Monday the 23rd, you
0: do realise that just after one set of fixtures this weekend, we could be right back there. That's all it takes. That's all it takes in football. But you know, the best thing is that in terms of me moping around the house and being really miserable having been sent out for a walk because I'm in such a bad mood because of Everton, I've actually watched Match of the Day for two weeks running. <laughs>
1: That's a record! It's an
0: amazing thing. Gary Lineker still does it.